You are listening to Herbal Marie, a podcast about herbs and home remedies to heal yourself. All advice shall be considered suggestions. Please research all herbs before using and discover ways to feel better and be well. You can be a lazy forager. Yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. How you can really forage. And I don't even know if, if you're going to like that I'm using that word, but that is what has inspired me. You can be a lazy forager like me and actually just forage from your backyard or front yard or side yard or your neighbor's yard or, you know, pretty local to where you're living. Um, you can be a lazy forager. So here we go. Let's go. We're walking back. Let's walk back to the yard to my favorite friend. My favorite friend, stinging nettles. All right, so this is definitely what got me hooked in lazy foraging. Okay, so people who forage, they go out in the woods and basically the woods, usually the woods are, you know, parks or natural places and they find wild edibles that's my I would say definition of who a forager is um so that sounded cool but that didn't really sound like me (laughs) like that sounded cool but um like I have to go in the woods every time I want some nettles I don't think so so anyways I got a start of nettles uh, from a friend actually who had them growing in her greenhouse yeah you think I'm crazy she's got these things in the greenhouse they're just taking over the world I have them at this point in time um, confined and sanctioned <laughs> however I totally see the potential of them taking over every last square inch that I own if I didn't um, keep them in check okay so Here's a quick story. I wanted stinging nettles. I didn't want to go in the woods every day. Um, and, and I wanted a lot of stinging nettles. So it just made sense to me to plant them in my yard because I'm a lazy forager. Like I'm just a wannabe forager. So, and you know, a little bit lazy. So right now I should have measured this, but I would say it's like um, four feet wide and at least six feet long in the widest part and there's actually like it's extending out now probably 10 feet in this one narrow spot so i have a huge patch of stinging nettles um so this is something that i am so pleased with myself that i have in my backyard um, because i can go out and forage it so technically i'm probably not a forager i'm more of a harvester but you know Give me a forage and break. So anyways, stinging nettles is something that I love to have. I planted it once. Um, You know, the first couple years, the patch wasn't too huge, but now it's ginormous. I have enough for all of us, like literally, but but I do my best um, to utilize it, drink it, juice it. You can eat it and cook it. I've just not really been eating a whole lot of cooked foods lately, but um, you can, you can um, dry it for infusions. There's so much stuff you can do with it. You can infuse a vinegar for your hair. There's also stuff that you can do with the root. So anyways, um, nettles in your yard. What do you think? 
Is that crazy? It might be, but this is like maybe like the world's perfect food. It's right out here behind the garage. And, um, you know, it's literally just a, a small hike away. So what we're going to do today, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. But what we're going to do um, now is just walk around because I've been wanting to do a garden walk with you. Tell you what's growing. Um, but it's just been so rainy and crappy. Haven't done it. So just going to do a short little garden tour with you. And um, yeah, this is... This will be great. We'll find something to eat. Now, it would be really easy to spend an hour just walking around telling you about the herbs that grow here. Like, there's some Ella campaign. But I wouldn't consider that, like, something like foraging. Like, for, to me, foraging means food. F for foraging, F for food, you know? So I'm going to just kind of overlook some things, but I'll tell you about some other things that we can eat for sure like pretty like today like here's some cleavers um we could throw those in a soup pot or we could juice them up they taste like a dry cucumber to me in a juice form they're too sticky to like eat outright in your salad but there they are for us my chickens say hi shut up <laughs> all around the chicken coop why i'm even here not just to bond with my my poultry but um there are Jerusalem artichokes growing around the coop and in other places too, but this is where I let them really go at it. Um, these are, you can dig up the tubers and eat the tubers or like a starchy, I don't know, kind of like a potato, I guess. But um, that is food. So if we were like super hungry, we could just start digging in dirt now. I don't know if they'd be like any good quality at this point, but push come to shove and we hungry. There's some tubers under the ground. Okay, coming over here. Um, there is a ton of catnip, um, catmint, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I know Susan Weed makes pesto out of this. So even though I don't do that as of yet, I really, I just don't yet. <laughs> I haven't matured into catnip pesto yet. I know it's there for me and I know I could if I needed it. Okay. Obviously what I have looking in front of me is some huge dandelion leaves. You can easily forage dandelion in your yard. I'm trying to get away from the chickens. <laughs> Let's move it along here. Okay, so dandelions are great. Um, we can eat the flowers, we can eat the leaves. You could technically eat any part of the dandelion. You could cook the stems like spaghetti if it really float, float your boat. Um, I don't know, it'd have to be like so starving to do that. Um, I don't know, I'm just like, I'll just go hungry, thanks. <laughs> but like right now I see all those, these yellow flowers, probably gonna pluck them this afternoon and pop them in the blender blend them up, drink them down, boost my antioxidant level by like, holy God, now I'm a superhuman. And um, yeah, I've just done that for free. Like supplement companies, you just can't even convince me anymore. You just can't even convince me anymore to, you know, purchase something that's in a plastic bottle when mother nature is out here doing it right without any plastic waste. Okay, so dandelions. You can cook up the greens, eat the greens, drink the greens. Um, you can actually eat the roots too. 
Um, but that's not, you know, there's enough to eat without digging up the plant right now. Um, okay, there's plantain. Like, you could put some plantain leaves in your salad. Here's my favorite leaf. I'm going to try not to let myself eat it right now because I'll need a drink. Um, and I'll just be smacking in your ear. But it's violet leaves. Oh, my gosh. I have a space. I have a garden that's fenced in. And it just looks like I'm growing weeds. Yeah, because I am. They're the weeds that I want to eat. Um, and violet leaves um, are pretty much, like, everywhere. Um, I just let them go. So violet leaves, violet flowers, we can eat that. So this that's like some easy foraging right here just with some basic stuff. Looking around, I see Egyptian mint. That's really tasty. Ginger mint, delicious if you forgot to brush your teeth. <laughs> just, just forage, harvest, pick some ginger mint. Um, just really chomp it down and uh, your mouth is minty. I also do that with Tulsi. Now that is not something that grows on its own here. I have to plant it, but um, that is also a good mouth freshener when you're out in the yard and you know, any type of basil or mint would be. Okay, so let me see what else I can find here. Technically we can eat, eat this couch grass or juice it or you know, we could. Same with the ground ivy creeping Charlie. We just probably wouldn't eat too much of it. But yeah, I think you know what I wanna focus on today is perennials that come back, wild edibles and uh, things that you can literally count on like that most people would look as nuisances, but I look as blessings. Okay, in this little bed that's falling apart, we got a lot of wild strawberries. So sometimes they don't even make fruit or they're just tiny little fruits. But I, you can eat the leaves. You can make tea with the leaves. Um, and, you know, probably, I should probably double check this. You could, I'm sure you could eat the, the blossoms. I mean, if we had to. So they come up. Okay, now I'm walking by some comfrey. I have comfrey in about three different places. I just love to have it. I do, but um, I'm not going to eat that. But I am coming up on something that I would totally eat. And it self-sows so beautifully. It's borage. So yeah, I did not. Okay, this bed is totally falling apart. But I left it go because I knew that I would see some borage. And I see one, two, three three, four coming up, maybe five, that might be forage too. So yeah, I mean, as long as it wants to grow here, I will try to, to um, give it a space. And, and what else is growing here? Mm, lemon thyme. So that comes back on its own. Even though we have a pretty harsh winter, lemon thyme comes back. So there is lots of foraging and harvesting to do here. That bed's just full of dandelions and violet leaves and some more lemon thyme. So we could definitely make ourselves a salad today. I have French sorrel, that's a perennial that comes back. It's real sour, it's so good. And then beside it is two favorites. We have lovage and that tastes like a spicy celery and chives. Dude, put in some chives. I don't know what to tell the world. Put in some freaking chives. They come back every year. And if you know you like the flavor of onion, 
Um, chives are just really awesome because you can keep cutting them down. They keep growing. Like they're just awesome to have. This lovage is doing is amazing. I don't even need that much lovage. I will have to figure out some more creative things to do with it because that's a lot of that's a lot of lovage. I got a lot of lovage in my life. <laughs> so okay. All right, moving on here in this garden bed. See, this is why I have to walk around because I would forget that I have orange mint. Um, last year for my 40th birthday, my friend gave me some orange mint in a pot. And I was like, I wonder if you will come back. So I put it in the dirt and here it is looking bigger, badder, and beautiful, more beautiful than it did last year. That is for sure. And it smells better too. Like this I mean, I couldn't figure out if I liked it last year because I was like, yeah, I guess it's okay. But wow, now that it's in real dirt, real sunshine, it's amazing. Orange mint, unbelievable. So this I'll probably dry for tea. We could chop it up fresh in our salad a little bit. I mean, you gotta take advantage. If you have fresh herbs growing, in your yard you don't have to go far you can be a lazy forager go get your go get your salad go forage your salad <laughs> this is truly not foraging in um you know the forage the 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 earnest foragers way i get it but i just don't feel like i have to struggle for my food um and if i can have my yard be my edible forest then absolutely i am foraging in my backyard, I am being a lazy forager. So right beside this orange mint, and here's more chives, and here's an onion. <laughs> like, I got all these onions everywhere. I don't even remember planting onions. <laughs> um, this, I used, to, I used to always call it oregano, but now I'm thinking it's probably a wild marjoram. Sometimes it's hard to tell, <laughs> like what you got, but it is really, oh, here comes the wind. In the trees. I love it. Woo! <laughs> that might sound terrible on, um, on record, but that feels good. All right. So what was I saying? Yeah. Now's the time of year to have some of this fresh in your salad, this oregano or wild marjoram. You can call it whatever the heck you want. Just enjoy it in your salad and whatever you're eating. It would be good on a sandwich, a cheese sandwich or something. Okay, now beside the bed in the gravel, what's left of the gravel, <laughs> I'm really happy to see this self-sown patch of chervil. I mean, if it was anybody else, I'm saying literally anybody else, I would pull this out of the gravel. Um, like not even marshmallow is allowed to grow in the gravel anymore. Like I've learned my lesson. If I want gravel here, I have to pull out plants. But it's chervil. So it's not going to last long. <laughs> and uh, it's chervil. <laughs> so this tastes like a licorice parsley. It is fantastic in a salad. Um, if you like a lot of flavor going on in your salads, get yourself some chervil growing in your yard. It self-sows um, and it's, it's wonderful. All right. So speaking of marshmallow, that's everywhere now. I've finally got that established in, in several places and it's got beautiful fuzzy leaves. How I use this 
is in my drinks. Like I'm gonna blend up these leaves or just infuse them in water. <clears throat> you can use a root in water, but like I'm looking forward to it because it moisturizes your mouth so lovely. And after like several weeks of drinking so much dandelion juice and, um, and stinging nettle juice, those are both drying to the mouth. I'm like ready for some slimy marshmallow. <laughs> I don't know how you feel, but I am ready. Um, just, I'm sprinkling some dandelion seeds here. I am ready for some emollient luby drink. I want a luby drink, absolutely. So that's growing in the yard. Okay, let me see where I'm at here. <sighs> it's so gorgeous out. Okay, I think that's kind of wraps up this area. I mean, I think, yeah, there's some chickweed growing in this, and it's actually like a old wash basin. Oh, cilantro, self-sown cilantro, bring it home. Um, so I can eat both of those raw buttercups, not eating those. <laughs> Wish they would go away. They're so cute, but seriously, they're trying to take over everything same with the morning glory look at this hoe she she back i pulled her out all summer long and she, here she is back again so uh, it's hard to contend with that okay here is a broccoli um once you plant broccoli you'll probably always have broccoli if you let it go to seed um so that's some easy foraging like a lot of this stuff that's been domesticated, like if you just let it go and drop its seeds, you'll have it next year too. They don't tell you that because <laughs> they want you to keep buying the starts at the, at the um, what was I going to say? At the greenhouse. <laughs> I was going to say grocery and greenhouse to, together. The greasery? No, at the greenhouse. Um, but I've had broccoli now for like five years. Um, just eat the leaves, you know? Uh, it doesn't make like a big head, but you can eat the leaves. Same with kale. Kale will drop its seeds and really just take up almost a permanent space in your garden. One thing that did that once and I miss was a purple mustard, big giant leaf purple mustard thing. Like a couple years, I was like, dang, like you're just everywhere. And I think it's pretty much like gone now and, I, and I'm kind of conspiring to get it started again because I like it now I, I didn't always like like it when I had so much of it but you know when you don't have it you want it when you do have it you don't really care <laughs> all right I'm walking up side of the house here making this mother robin mad so you'll hear her so first year my lilac is blooming let me take a sniff Oh my gosh. I interrupt my podcast to make out with the lilac. So there, this is the first year that it's ever bloomed. So I'm, you know, I see everybody else on Instagram doing really cool stuff with their lilac flowers. Hopefully next year that'll be me and I will share. So kind of just showing and telling now, but let's see what else we can eat. There's mugwort, we got mugwort, um, two different places. You can eat that. I mean, really you can eat and you can eat a lot of stuff, don't you think? So more Egyptian mint, more comfrey. Yeah, I, I'm by your nest every, every spring. I don't know if anyone can feel me on this, 
But every spring, some stupid robin <laughs> puts her nest where it shouldn't be. And so she's on my nerves and I'm on her nerves. But I will give you credit this year, Robin. It's better because last year it was on the porch. The year before that it was in the wreath on the on the, on the porch. The year before that, um, I put the Christmas tree out on the porch but just never did anything with it. And then she built a nest in the Christmas tree that was on the porch. So then it had to even stay even longer because I didn't want to ruin her mothering. So anyway, she's really mad at me. I want to keep walking, but I just want to let you know that I'm seeing a start of wild lettuce. So that has come into my life again. Wild lettuce. Yeah, you could eat it if you wanted. Okay, we've got Tulsi. We have got more chives. And um, let's see, let's see, let's see. We have valerian. I guess you could eat that, but I don't think we're gonna. We have more catnip, more chives. Lemon balm. Is that it? I see another kind of mint. I see motherwort. Probably not gonna eat that. More cleavers, milkweed. Technically, you can eat you can eat milkweed, but personally, I am not interested in something that I have to change the cooking water several times. <laughs> like there's just other stuff to eat, you know. So yeah, I'm just not gonna do that. But um, anyways, strawberries. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff to eat, everybody. And now I see something that is unwanted in my garden, and that is thistles. But technically, we could eat them. So, yeah, there's no starving here because there is just tons of stuff to eat. And actually, I think I can eat the hostas, too. <laughs> like, sometimes, sometimes it's just like, you know, theoretically... I know, but I haven't actually done it yet. So I just want to clarify that. Um, haven't eaten the hostas yet, but hey, just might. All right, well, thanks for walking around looking at stuff in my yard. Um, two things I didn't mention was I see there's a lot of dead net, purple dead nettle. We could eat that, but something I wanted to tell you about that I am trying to get established in the yard is goldenrod. We could eat those leaves. We could eat those flowers. We can do a lot of stuff with goldenrod. So I just want to encourage you to bring the plants that you admire in the wild, bring them into your yard. Um, you don't have to, I mean, you should go in the woods. You should be in the forest. But a lot of times we just can't do that. Um, we don't have time or whatever. Whatever excuse we want to agree upon, it's just not going to happen today. So um, bring the plants to your yard that, so that you have easy access to them. Um, they're there. They come back every year. You can depend on them. Consider it a backup plan. Consider it free food. Um, or just consider it part of your plan to be a lazy forager. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff I did intentionally, uh, my yard was very plain when we moved in a decade ago. And now it kind of looks a little crazy, but I am much happier in it. I mean, I see people with immaculate 
landscaping. It's just so sterile. And I just think, hey, you do it, you do you. But if I'm going to be happy, I really need to have these wild edibles and perennials and free food come back year after year. It just makes life so fun. And it's just good to know that it's out here. So there you have it. Thanks for the hangout. Thank you so much. You can be <laughs> a lazy forager. And hey, all the hardcore foragers, don't give me a hard time about using the F word, okay? <laughs> Even though I am pretty, pretty much just harvesting, it's foraging, okay? It's foraging. I said it. It's foraging. It's foraging. <laughs> oh my goddess. And then as I'm walking up um, the back porch stairs, setting my dog alarm off, I see grape leaves. Um, what a smart thing to plant. Here's a lot you can do with grape leaves. Um, and there, there's, there will be more. As soon as I turn around, I'm going to see dill weed. I'll be like, oh, I forgot to tell him about dill weed. <laughs> or I'm going to see all this, all these other ones that I forgot to tell you. But anyways, nonetheless, I hope that you are inspired. And, um, how do I turn this dog alarm off? <laughs> How do I turn the robin bird alarm off? Thanks for listening. Support this podcast by becoming a patron. You'll gain access to PDF downloads and herb nerd notes. Visit herbalmarie.com and become a patron today.